It's baseball season at Three Punk Ales, home of La Flama Blanca Pale Mexican Lager. Located in the heart of the South Bay at 259 Third Avenue, Chula Vista. We're just a minor threat. Three Punk Ales. You're listening to the Evo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Tapia back in Emo Brown Studios. Why? What because up? it's been a busy baseball season. And we like talking baseball with Tapia because Tapia has a decorated past, a decorated history with the game we have grown to love. A former scout crawling, inching, clawing his way back into the industry. Correct. One, one hand, one foot at a time. Um, Tapia, what's cracking? Chilling, dude. Glad to be back for the uh, second time here to talk some baseball, man. How you doing? You happy with the Padres, baby? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. This was going to be a baseball show today uh-huh. because there's a lot of shit to talk about. All right. We like the Padres. We grew up relatively, we grew up pretty much together, but not knowing though. Parallel lives. Yeah. Same school, same everything. We we love the Padres, bro. And right now I feel like more than any other time in the history of the Padres, I feel comfortable saying that this is a team that I wholeheartedly believe in. Yes, we've been in the World Series. Yes, we've made playoff runs. This, that, and the other. But this pinche equipo, this team right now, bro, is fully stacked. So this episode today was just to kind of like fulfill my my little dream, my little <laughs> passion about talking about a winning team. Go ahead. What? What a year to bring the Brown back. I mean, it, it all matches. It it's all, all matches. Perfect. It's all perfect. And uh, it the, not only the uniform, but the players, man. Uh, I, I realized when the Padres were playing the Dodgers, the Dodgers matched their uniform <laughs> as far as the the type of players they have. Well, we have a lot of brown guys. That's pretty hot, dude. I like that. Get the way you see. Last time we talked, you gave us inside stories yep. about scouting. And, you know, you took us into a, into the weeds of the the wonderful world of scouting. People really, uh, they reacted to that. People were very interested in learning more about that. Okay. What else you got up your sleeve? Give me another little story. Give me another douchebag that you've come across. Give me a champion that's crossed paths with you in your career. Algo bonito, champion. Algo bonito. Well, I've got an update on one of the uh, kids that I recommended to sign that the organization that I worked for actually went out and signed when I was with Oakland. Santiago Chavez who's now with the Florida Marlins, has been added to the taxi squad. So he is going to have a chance to play in the big so leagues. So this crazy season right now, the taxi squad is like, basically you're on the club and you're a phone call away from playing the game. No, you're with the club. You travel with the club. You're I mean, everywhere. You're everywhere with the club. More than likely what's going to happen is when there's a doubleheader, since he's a catcher and catchers are always needed, a taxi squad player is eligible to play in a, the doubleheader games. So that they can be that extra guy on the roster that can come in. So he can. He's probably going to come in as a defensive replacement. I believe he's going to be number one thirty, one sixty. Bro, I'm more concerned with what's the action coming your way. If I spent a lot of time grooming, 
selling a player to a club, you know, like, hey, you got to sign this kid. This kid's got a gun for an arm. Oh, my God. He's a horse when he's running. He's got all the hitting tools, yada, yada. And then you, you finally get the team to commit. They, he gets a signing bonus, whatever. Um, he eventually works his way up through the ranks. Uh, rookie ball, affiliates. He gets an opportunity to, in the Arizona Fall League or in the Summer Leagues. And there he is. Opportunity. He's going to be on the big club. He's getting the call up. He's ready to play. He's ready for his payday. As a scout, what's the action coming your way on something like that? Do you get anything? Uh, monetarily, no. Monetarily, what 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 do you get? Uh, I get my resume looks a little bit better. So now, so now, people can see me as a legitimate scout, as somebody who can see a sixteen year old who projected a kid when he by the projected a sixteen year old. When they're 22 or 23 years old, this is what they're going to end you up You have being. the ability to spot a diamond in the rough. At a young age, correct. Okay. And project is the, is the biggest thing. That's the difference between, uh, I would say, international scouting and domestic scouting. Domestic scouting, you're dealing more with already 18-year-olds or college kids. We're on the international market. Más morrillo. Más morrillo. Yeah, exactly. So you're, you're projecting everything. You're projecting a kid who's barely hit puberty, bro, and what they're going to be when they're a man. What are you looking at? Like... Their frame? Well, the, are they like puppies? Because like on a puppy, I can see a puppy and be like, "Damn, that puppy's got big ass paws." Yeah, he's gonna be huge. He's yeah. gonna grow into those paws. Yeah, like, you can look at it. Yeah, for me, what I looked for was just basic athleticism first and foremost. If you're an athlete, I mean, you could be chubby and be an athlete. If you look at a, why are you looking at me, Doc? Josh Naylor. <laughs> if you look at Tony Gwynn. If you look at Fernando Valenzuela. You know, they they were chubby, but they were still athletic. So when I say athleticism, it doesn't necessarily mean you look like fucking LeBron James. You mm. know what I mean? It you can, especially in baseball, more than any other sport, you don't have to have a perfect body. But athleticism would Pablo be Pablo Sandoval. Oh shit! <laughs> and Panda. <laughs> That dude broke his belt on a swing, dude, because his belly was so big. It was Did it really? Yeah. He swung and then the belt popped. It was fucking bananas, dude. But yeah. Um, so this cat, this young man on the Florida Marlins was on the taxi squad. Remind me his name again. Miami Marlins, first of all. No, no longer Florida Marlins, stuck in the 90s, boy. Okay, Miami, Miami Marlins. What's his name? Santiago Chavez. Santiago Chavez. Chavita Chavez. Chago. He's from Saltillo, Coahuila. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh his dad, Lupe Chavez, played about 25 years in the Mexican League for the Saltillo Saraperos. Dude, that's living proof that you don't have to be in tip-top shape to play baseball. I've seen some of them games in the Mexican League. <laughs> no manches, bro. I see, like, uncles playing there. I'm like, it's the way, dog. Dude, so shouts out to you for naming one of your token, like, always have here beers, uh, Flama Blanca. After the show. Why? After the, what show was oh, it? Oh, Eastbound and Down. Eastbound and Down. Eastbound and Down was not far from the truth. That entire show, that's Mexican fucking baseball, dude. Is it that's, really? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how it, the Americans come in thinking their shit don't stink. The, you know, the, the foreigners come in, the Dominicans come in, they get paid a little bit more than the Mexican nationals, but, um, they have fun. But I mean, it's, they look like that. They, they look like, um, Danny McBride. A little I mean, past their prime. A little, just a little bit. <laughs> just, just, just a little bit. So, yeah. Who's the best white guy that went down there and played in the Mexican League that you saw? Oh, man. Uh, he was actually not white. He was a black dude. Okay. Uh, what's his name? Jackson. He was a pitcher. He ended up uh, 
pitching last year with the Milwaukee Brewers. Jay Jackson, that was his name. Jay Jackson, and also the dude that the Mets signed, outfielder, I don't remember his name, Black also, he could hit. And he was signed out of the Mexican League. So. so there's a lot of success that comes out of the Mexican Leagues. Yeah. 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 It's, it's not necessarily, I mean, people call it 4A, uh, which is kind of like in between AAA, mm-hmm. which is the highest level of minor league baseball and the major leagues. So if there was, at, at, the, best, at the best of times, it's, that's where it is. But a lot of times it could be AA or even high A. I mean, it, you could watch a really, really bad game of baseball down there. Or, you know, you might get lucky and see a, I mean, even Ricky Henderson played down there at a certain time. So a lot of times also the American clubs, the Major League Baseball clubs will send down their prospects to work on certain things, especially if, let's say, a hitter is struggling in the minor leagues to hit a changeup or a curveball, they'll get sent to Mexico because that's all they throw down there. They throw cochinadas, cochinadas, just shit in the dirt. They spike in the pitches. They're spiking their curveball. And they send American teams, send their minor leaguers down there as they do to the Dominican Republic in the winter to hone in on their craft in, in baseball the, all year long, all year long. That's what it takes to get all to the big long. show. And, and the Americans love going down there because the, um, the Mexican league clubs, um, they're, they're not in the shittiest parts of Mexico. They're in the, some dope parts at Mosillo's fun, Mazatlan, Culiacan. Um, and the, like, for example, when I was living in Mazatlan, working for the Red Sox, uh, the players like Jay Jackson, they put them in these suites that are right on the ocean. So they, they get hooked up. They get hooked up. They have a good time down there. So now that you're an official retired scout, you're trying to get back into the game. Yeah. What are you trying to do to get back into the game? How close are you? Was the work? Uh, a lot closer than last time. I've actually been putting out some applications for assistant coaching positions at the college level. Okay. Because I'm feeling that... Uh, I can move up fairly quickly to become a full-time uh, coach, okay. a manager of a college team, a university. And I think I have to start off by being an assistant coach. So I put in an application <laughs> in Alabama uh-huh. at an all-black school. So uh-huh. we'll see what happens, man. So Damn, so that... You- the fire hasn't burnt out. Though, it, yeah. it, nah, it won't, dude. Because all I ever hear about stories is like, oh, the road sucks. The minor leagues suck. Being a scout is this, that, and the other. But it's all on the the will to get to the next level for you. I just as long as I'm in baseball, I'll be happy for sure. It, it's and it doesn't have to be scouting at, at this point in my life. Um, and I'm not trying to degrade that part of the industry, but the lifers that have been scouts. For a long time, about 80% of them, they get kind of grumpy by the time they're 30 years in, 35 years in. And it's because you're on the road all the time. You're not home. You don't see your kids. You don't see your wife. You ain't built for that life. Uh, I'm, yeah, I, I can do it. You know, being single, I don't have anything to hold me down. But I I don't want to be that guy. I, I don't want to be that 75-year-old grumpy Clint Eastwood looking Dude, that's yelling, get off my lawn. You know, I got. <laughs> <laughs> a ver, Tapia. Sí, sí, Let's get to the Padres now. That's, that's, that's what I care about. I love you. You're a good guy. I love, yeah. I love just picking your brain and, and, and talking to you. But I'm more concerned with my Padres. <clears throat> well, let me tell you something. Now that I'm officially out of the industry, I can be a fan again. Uh-huh. And I, I can't remember a time when the Padres were so good. Not to be you know, all bougie and braggatocious, but 
If the Padres are losing by five runs, by six runs, by four runs, and it's the ninth inning, you're not leaving. You're nope. still you're still going to sit there and watch because with that lineup, there's a chance they're going to come back and win every single time. Are the Dodgers a better team this year? Technically, yes. We're not probably going to win the West, but I, I like to we're closer now than we ever have been. Well, what I like to say is in in, in the past, for the past, the, uh, the Dodgers have been in cruise control, and all they've been doing is looking in their rearview mirror. They're driving, and they're looking in their rearview mirror, and they always see, oh, they're back there. There's the Padres. There's the Rockies. There's the Diamondbacks. And now this year, the Dodgers are driving. And now they're at a red light, waiting for the light to change, and they look in their rearview mirror, and the Padres aren't there anymore. And they're like, oh, shit, where'd they go? And then they look to the right, and right next to them at the same stoplight is the Padres. So we're the San Diego Padres are right there with the Dodgers. It's super we're, exciting. We're about to lose everybody who's not a uh, baseball fan on this episode right now on this show. I want to go toe-to-toe. Dodger versus Padres as it relates to rotation and to positions. Can you I know? take a can, can I can I dale, take, dale, take dale. a step back real quick? I don't want to lose everybody that listens to your podcast that's not a baseball mm-hmm. fan, especially your local people here in San Diego. And I'll tell you why. There's a big reason why a lot of people in San Diego don't watch sports, and it's because San Diego is the largest market in this country that has not won a major championship in the four sports. You know, I'm not talking indoor soccer. I'm talking NFL, NHL, NBA, MLB. Well, bro, it makes it a little difficult when our fair city only has one representative in the four sports category. <laughs> we only but, have the but, Padres. But we've had teams. We've had two NBA teams. We've had an NFL team. I think NBA teams were around before we were born. I know. Those I know. Rockets and the Clippers, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's right. But when the Cleveland... I'm still a ride-or-die Clipper fan, though. Uh, no? I, I, you know what? I've seen, bro, I, I was here through Elton Brand. I, I've been around for all of those lame-ass teams, man. I, I, the NBA, I can't get into. I, just because of that reason that you talked about, it happened before we were born. Like, I love SDSU basketball. I'll watch... I'll fuck with NCAA basketball, for sure. But NBA, no. But when the Cleveland Cavaliers won the championship... All of a sudden, San Diego became the number one market in the country that does not have a championship. Longest drought. It's not even a drought. We've never won. Does that bother you? Um, That Cleveland technically is better than San Diego? Fuck yeah, it bothers me. Who cares, bro? We got the best food. We got the best climate. You know, (laughs) we have everything. That's the thing about us here in San Diego. We have too many other things, too many other detractors from 100% focus on a sports team. You know, in the East Coast, where they are, they they live and die by their teams. Bro, they ain't got nothing else to do but drink, and it's cold, so you're yeah. forced to watch it. Yeah, here it's like, ah, oh, Padres are losing. Oh, you know, I guess I'm gonna go fucking hike, surf, drink, go for a run, go for a jog, just hang out at the beach. There's just too many other things to focus on. And the other thing is that we are a transplant city. You know, we're a, we're a military town. We've got we've got a we've got the navy. We've got the marines up at Camp Pendleton. You know, it's like we've had a little bit of everything. So that makes us a city without a lot of locals. You know, so it makes it harder. People always clowned on the the Chargers. I remember it's like, oh man, Chargers, they deserved it. Yeah, anytime, <laughs> anytime, like the the any team, you fucking choose a team in the NFL. They came down here. They would always have more support than the Chargers. Yeah, it's because we're we're a transplant team. We're we we're a fickle fan base. But when it comes to baseball, winning cures everything. Winning a championship is going to – look, all those military kids that their parents came from Chicago, so they're rooting for the Cubs, or from Detroit, they're rooting for the Tigers or the Lions or whatever. 
the kids that were born here root for the teams that their parents, the city that the parents came from. That's going to change with winning. And the one thing in San Diego that I don't want to say we lack, but we could do better at is civic pride. Um, you know, it's more than we invented the California burrito. You know, it's bigger than that. I mean, this sport, if the Padres win the World Series, the city's going to come together at a time when, you know, fuck, dude, <laughs> coming together is kind of important, you know? So civic pride is going to be a big thing. It's, it's, Dago's going to be on the map, man. You know, we, I, th- I feel like more people realize how important athletics on a professional level where you can sit home, watch it. When we have a lot of time to do those things now, it's like they took away all of the sports and I feel like it just gave people more more free time, which is a positive, but in some cases could be a negative. You know, you focus on the, the wrong things. But um, now that sports is back, I feel like people are paying more attention. Wifey pays more attention. I, I judge everything on but what, what wifey does because wifey is your, your run of the mill. I don't like sports. I, I, I like, you know, I like I like it because they're from San Diego or I like soccer because I grew up playing it or whatever. Yeah. But she doesn't really pay 100% attention to it. Why? Because we have a family. We have obligations. We have priorities. Yeah. But I feel like now she has name recognition with this team, you know? Dude, I got three little boys and well, what are they? Three, six, and eight. And Manny Machado. My three-year-old. Daddy, daddy, Manny Machado. Manny Machado. <laughs> like, and then they just know the players. Fernando Tatis. They, they just know the players, bro. Yeah. And, and it's it's cool, yeah. you yeah. know, because it reminds me of me when I was little. Yeah. And now I'm, I've been posting, like, little videos and pictures of my littlest one. Lolly. That motherfucker will go into the backyard. He'll go into the shed. And he brings out his tea. He sets up his tea. And he just starts hacking. He's a little lefty and he just starts hacking. Nobody's out there with him. The boys are inside like either reading a book, doing uh, Legos. But this little guy's out there and he's hacking. He's just taking his swings and he comes inside. He's like, Daddy, uh, I'll the baseball game. I'm like, all right, cool. So he said, Dana, we'll watch the Padre game. He's going to be the one, bro. He's going to be the one. Que me saca de la pobreza. He's going to be my retirement fund right there, bro. <laughs> so you, you would have no problem with him becoming a professional athlete? Not at all. I mean, I have no problem with any one of them doing what they really want to do. That's true. I have more of a problem yeah. with them not going for it. You, know? you got to. You have yeah. no other option but to go for yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I mean and, and, I, and I go back to me. It's like, I as soon as I had kids, I didn't see myself in the life of being stuck in a cubicle and being in finance and banking and all that shit. I was like, I know. Like, and, and, I mean, I'm not saying that the route I took now is easier. There's, it's longer days and or longer nights. The, the days are just, you know, it seems like everything is pre-planned already. But I have the option to be like, you know what? I'm going to stay in with the boys today. I'm going to hang out with the kiddos today. We're going to do this with the family today. I have a lot more of that freedom doing this. Each day means something. Yeah. So yeah. now it's like the boys are growing up. And now, I mean, shit, I just got my vasectomy. So they picked a horrible time to like legit want to be running <laughs> around and playing ball. But we've been playing ball every day. We go on the front yard. They each take turns. We're just like, I do underhand pitching to the little guy. And they all they all rip, bro. They all know how to hit. They don't understand the the... They understand the fundamentals of the game, but none of them really want to take it to the next level. But the little guy does. He so gets the, upset when he takes so it away from So the, the little guy, once things open back up. He's only three. I don't know what else is there. Uh, and so in two or three years, you're going to put him in Little League? Yeah, think? yeah. When he's, cool. a, when he's of age and if they want to. Um, if they want to. I don't want to be that dad that forces no, yeah. him. You know? So yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm going to cultivate it if they want it. And then we water it. We grow it. And say, all right, go for it, bro. Yeah. Um, for Oliver, El Compita, um, Bruno, because <laughs> he's, a, he's a, what was he, a hitting coach at the, the brickyard or something. He Bruno, does something. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, bro, I'm going to coach him. Like, he's a left-hander. I want I want to coach him. I, he's got that look. He's got that feel. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So I'm like, 
If somebody can just take him under his wing and teach him more, just like imagine. Does I mean, Bruno that, that, listen to the podcast? I don't think so. No, okay. No. So I'm trying, trying so hard not to laugh right now. Bruno's a great guy, and he could probably teach your kid some good lessons on how to hurt himself. No, Lord, <laughs> playing baseball. <laughs> I just think no, it's awesome. It's up, like dude. if somebody cool. can can like you know take him take his little spirit to the next level. I'm like I'm in for it. He's got the hustle. Yeah, he's got the mentality. Yeah. He wants to go out there alone and start swinging. And then we yeah. go outside. And if I can't, mama, um, baseball, outside. So we go. We just hang out. You know? I mean, you're talking about civic pride, bringing it all together, and how it relates to, you know, family and family pride and, and paying more attention to it. You live in, in Playas. Yes, sir. You cross pretty much on the regular, yep. weekly. Yeah. Um, are there a lot of Padre fans in Tijuana right now? It's always been dominated by little lawyers. It's, it, still uh-huh. it, it still is. It still is. And really, there's a lot of Toros fans, actually. There's a Mexican League team that plays in Tijuana. Uh, Tijuana, sorry. Ooh, damn. Uh, you got Tijuana, me. Yeah, Tijuana. take me back. Take, uh, <laughs> I guess I'm going to not get invited back for a third episode <laughs> now. No, nah, there, there's, um, there's actually even more Red Sox and Yankee fans than there's Padre fans in Tijuana. The Padres have always, they've tried to market themselves down there, but they've never been successful in bridging that gap. There's a huge opportunity for the Padres to do that. And you know what? That's another thing. We can take it back to the championship. If the Padres win a championship, Tijuana will be on board. They're like, shit, dude, you're right across the border. There's a winning team there now, you know, and we can, all we have to do is jump across the border legally (laughs) or illegally, either way, to go watch the Padres, you know, and uh, them winning is going to help that. So down in Tijuana, like I said, there's, all fans of every of every team, bro. Once upon a time, my biggest memory from being a Padre fan was that 1998 World Series against the Yankees. I think it was Game One. Game One, Mark Langston was pitching against Tino Martinez. Bases are loaded. It was a strike. Yeah, and bases <laughs> are loaded. Uh, I think it's full count, two outs. Padres are they're either zero zero or we're winning. I think we were winning, and it was going into like we were winning. That Trevor was the, time. That was, was that was the game. Tony Gwynn hit his home run yeah. off the facade in New York. Yeah, and I like. I'm not saying we would have won the whole series, but it would have definitely changed the 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 component of that whole the whole series. He threw the pitch, and it was a fucking strike. But they called it a ball. Yep, it was right and down I was down like, the what? I remember. I was young. I was still a little kid. I was like, what? The, that was a strike. I remember. The exact moment when that happened, because I was watching it with my crew, the guys I grew up with, and um, when Langston threw that pitch and the umpire said it was a ball, uh, like I had no filter. I just said out loud, I said, next pitch is a home run. And they're, my friends are looking at me like, you're tripping. And of course, what? Grand like, slam. Grand slam. Why? Because he had to bring the pitch up a little bit right into the meat of the guys, you know, in, into into his own, into his um swing path. And when that was called a ball, I'm like, dude, he's going to force the guy to, he's going to have to throw it up now. And he, meatball, boom, grand slam. It was bullshit. But we would, they wouldn't have won the World Series. They would have won that game. Oh, for sure. They would have won that game. But, um, it feels good to be on the other side now because the past couple times, the, the only two, two times the Padres have been to the World Series, they, they have faced juggernauts. They faced the Detroit Tigers and the New York Yankees. And those are our, the, the Yankee team is arguably the best Yankee team of the, of that generation was that year in 98. This year, Tino Martinez, Polonia. Yeah. yeah. Damn, was Mariano, a, a young Mariano, a young, a young Jeter. They celebrated the World Series in San Diego. That's when they won. That bullshit. Fuck that, dude. No. I, was it still Qualcomm or was it Jack Murphy? Uh, 
That's a good question. Nineteen. I think it was Qualcomm. I think it was, I think Qualcomm. It was Qualcomm. Yeah, because it came over to Pekka, yeah. what, 2001, 2002? Oh, you... Are you Oh yeah, no, it was it was at the old stadium. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant what, what no, was, no, what was the, name. the name? Yeah, the name. I think it, it was Qualcomm. Qualcomm. Yeah. yeah, Qualcomm's been around longer than oh. we than we think. It was at that point I realized I was destined for heartbreak with my teams with the Padres. I was yeah, like, it comes oh. with sports in general. Oh. I mean that that's a that's a a, a, a generic a complaint for sports teams that and oh they trade everybody. I'm so sick of that shit. See, but now. Everybody says we're chasing the Yan- or chasing the Dodgers in our division. Obviously, we are. Yeah. I mean, we're the number four seed right now as it is today. But the winning percentage we have is the second best winning percentage in the National League. Yeah. So that just means it's toe to toe with the Dodgers. And I'm not saying that we're better than the Dodgers, but we definitely closed the gap in the last week. Um, not necessarily in the games behind, but in the talent on the field. If you're looking at, if you're looking at. Position by position. I want to do that. I want, do it. I want to really do lose people wanna, in, in, in this episode for baseball. Because baseball, I love baseball. Um, pitching staff. You know, two weeks ago, it would have been a different ball game. But as it stands today, right now, who is the Dodgers ace? Mark Bueller. You know, Bueller is awesome. Se la rifa. Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, oh, I don't know why I said Mark Bueller. <laughs> Walker Bueller is a stud. All right. He's on the injured list right now, though. May is a stud. He turned into one. He's a stud, oh, you know? Oh, dude, he threw um, that. They got rid of uh, Stripling. I know, That's which is weird. Funky. And they haven't said what they gave up for him either, two or play- what they received for Two him. players yeah. to be named later, which means um, somebody who's not on the roster. So, so basically for the playoffs, three-game series. Let's go with three game, three three pitchers, three top-of-the-rotation pitchers head-to-head. Walker Bueller will be back. Yep. Clayton Kershaw's going to be there. Yeah, and and May Dustin yeah. May is going to be the third. So if we're going in a, a five game series, you know where it's it, it's a, you know the three three games wins it takes you to the next level. You're looking at three pitchers that you're going to believe in. I would put ours against theirs right now. I would even say I would put the Padres even before the trade uh-huh. that just happened, the big trade that everybody's talking about. It's so sexy, but even before that trade. I have confidence in Lumet. I have confidence in Davies. And at the back end, Paddock. I mean, you still have to put Paddock Sheed, bro, into, right the, now? into the conversation. Okay, but right now, if, if I'm putting up against Bueller, Kershaw, and May, I'm throwing Clevenger, I'm throwing Lumet, and I'm throwing Davies. I'm I'm right there with you. You know, I'm um, throwing you know Davies. Why? Davies because has earned the right this season 100%. to dominate that slot. It's going to keep the Dodgers on their heels, dude. If you got... Clevenger and Lamette that are sitting there throwing 97, 96 with nasty and shit. And then you got you and got like got a cheaper a, version of Greg Maddox <laughs> yeah. placing and just off speeding them to death, keeping them the, off balance. The dude that looks like a, a, looks a, like a, geek, a substitute bro. teacher yeah. at, at the middle school level. But he's teaching lessons, bro. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's fucking teaching eight innings yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. We've I feel and it's gonna come off so biased, but that's why I wanted you here, because you're a fucking scout. You have that eye. You're 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 capable of like putting your hometown ties to the side. Dude, we got them in starting pitching. Yeah. We got them in starting pitching. Yeah, the bullpen. The bullpen is shaky, but I feel like ours is is getting a little bit better. Um, Bullpen, what do we got? For long men, we got Matt Strom. We got Adrian Morejon now. uh, Luis Patino. Fuck, Chris Paddock. uh, That's true, because you're throwing those starters into the bullpen. And, and, you know, I I still have faith in uh, Emilio Pagan. Oh, no, but Pagan has stepped it up. You know, he stepped it Drew up. Drew Pomeranz is back. He did yeah. well yesterday yeah. in motherfucking Colorado. Yep. Yep. When you go to Colorado, and I feel like that's a true litmus test. 
So now that Chris Paddock went up there and he threw his shutout innings, I mean, that's good. Yeah. I mean, he needed that bounce back. Yeah. Garrett Richards came in yesterday. He threw, what, almost four innings of shutout ball? Yeah. He's like, he, good. Those guys needed rebound, bounce back games, and they got him. Yep. My pitching, my pitching, no, I sound like Ted Leitner. The pitching staff. <laughs> your Padres, I, I, my I, Padres. I, my Padres, your Padres. <laughs> when they're winning, mine. Losing, yours. By the way, so you, you brought up Ted Leitner. I, I think the dude eats edibles before the game. You think so? I think so, <laughs> because he gets really loopy, like in the seventh or eighth inning. Está rucón, champ. Ya sé, pero. Se está rucón. He had cancer, he beat it, and I, I think they gave him like edibles to like, you and know. And he's hooked now. And like, he's hooked now, you. yeah. He's, I, I'm going to eat a brownie before every game. And it's working because they're winning. So, I mean. <laughs> I grew up listening to Jerry Coleman and Ted Leitner, bro. Yeah. Those were the two voices, you know, before we get side. Because this episode, if you haven't noticed, it's all all, all Padres. All Padres. Um, Jerry Coleman. Legend. Legend. Ted Leitner. Living legend. Radio. The I feel like once upon a time, I would turn down whoever was in the booth. And just listen to the radio and listen to the radio play-by-play. Uh, by play. And I was talking to Elston. Uh, he came in here and he was telling me his history, his background with um, radio. And I said, yeah, bro, I would turn it down and I would act like I'm the one fucking commentating on the game sometimes, you know? Yeah. And I would flip it. I'd go in Spanish and I'd go in English. Because I feel like you need a Spanglish person, bro. You, you do. need a Spanglish person. A Spanglish person. Diego, yeah, bro, I feel like a Spanglish commentator. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Fernando Tatis, you know? And yeah. just, you're flowing back and forth. Yeah. Nothing like too intense where like people who don't speak Spanish, what the fuck is he saying? It's like, you would understand more than anything. Like when I hear a commentator, I want the accents. Right. You know, what's crazy about that is, is with Ted Leitner this year, the way he pronounces Fernando Tatis. Yeah. He doesn't, the S at the end of Tatis. If you're in the Dominican, that's rarely pronounced. It's not a hard, it's like Tatis. It's a soft, it's a soft, (laughs) it's a a soft S. And Leitner is the only one I've heard from MLB Network, ESPN, Padres Television, Leitner's the only one that pronounces it like that, which I think he's doing it intentionally. Either that it's the, or it's the brownies, I'm telling you. Dude. You think it's the fucking brownies? <laughs> um, the Padres are getting more attention, too, on ESPN, so they're getting the, the national coverage. They were on ESPN, uh, was it yesterday's game for the, the, the Rockies finale? And um, boy, they're boring. I was listening to their play-by-play. Oh, A-Rod. A-Rod is, dude, thank God that he wasn't approved to buy the Mets. Why? Because Steve Cohn, the guy that comes, yeah, that's yeah. coming in, I, I'd rather have him on the Mets. I think it would have been awesome if J Lo and fucking A Rod. Who the, else was in that? Brian Erlacher. Yeah, Erlacher just Erlacher, came, dude, Erlacher just came out with some nonsense he's, lately. Yeah, man. So way. all that attention, the Mets don't need. The Mets have had such bad luck as an organization. They don't need that bullshit in ownership. They already have bullshit owners. Yeah, they did. They're, they've got terrible owners, so it's really good for the Mets that they're being sold and that A-Rod's not doing it. That's a side note, but ESPN, it's the first time in 25 years I've watched ESPN because the Padres, because the Padres are yeah, playing. Because I was the curious, Padres like, are well, how are they going to represent them? How are they going to talk about them? They were, I mean, they were they were hyped on them. Yeah. Anything that these yeah. would do, it was like, oh my God, how does it do it? Da, 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 da. Yeah. So I was like, cool, but then I was like, there's just a lot of dead air. So I just... Switch it back over to Fox Sports San Diego and listen to, you know, Mud and fucking Ursillo. Because those guys are fucking, those guys are clowns, man. They, they, they just know how to keep you involved because baseball is not the, uh, is not the most entertaining, exciting, sit at the edge of your seat kind of sport where no. you're like sitting on everything. Oh my God, oh my God. No, that's Except true. I do. Like uh, whoever I'm watching baseball with, like, uh, it's usually pre COVID, it would be, um, 
my el cuñado el, el Sean like we we we've been like sit down and I'm like he's Yo, bro. a big Padre fan yeah. too yeah we'll be sitting down and be like watch bro it's two and zero he's expecting a fastball he's gonna pitch him in reverse he's gonna throw him a changeup. And boom, change. I was like, ah. Oh. So it's like we do that shit all games. Like, oh, what are you gonna do here? It's it's two and one. You got runner on first. He's sending them. You put in the fucking hit and run and play. What, what's up? And I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. And yeah, it's just fun. it's it's nerdy. It's geeky, not. It's not. It's not fun. nerdy. It's it not is because it's not something that's everyone's doing. Correct. Correct. Yeah, no, that's I take true. fucking. I take notes at the game when we go to the games. Like I'll take a nap and I'll that's, keep score. That's nerdy. you know, like that's I'll nerdy. keep score. That's nerdy. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. like that shit. That's like my guilty pleasure. <laughs> Some people enjoy like reality TV and watching those pinches Kardashians <laughs> and getting involved in somebody else's life. That you know, but I enjoy watching this shit. That's that's part of. I mean, obviously, I love baseball, and this is gonna be biased, but that is one of the reasons to me why baseball is the best sport in the world because it encourages people to have dialogue with each other during the game. When you go to an NFL game or you're watching an NFL NFL game or an NBA game, the action is so fast. It doesn't give you time to pause and talk to Sean mm. about, oh, what's going to happen on this 2-0 pitch or, you know, oh, this guy's from San Pedro de Macorís and you, where's that? It's the Dominican. What's up with the Dominican? And all of a sudden you're having this dialogue going back and forth with you're who you're Googling, watching baseball. You're you're Googling, yeah. You don't have time to do that in hockey. You right. don't have time to do that when you're watching American football. Soccer, you kind of do. You know, it, it encourages people to come together and talk during the course of action. Let's go to the catchers now. Okay. The Padres recently acquired the number two offensive-minded catcher in the league. Correct. Austin Nola. Correct. Career minor leaguer. Eight years in the minors before Shit, he fucking broke dude. wind in the majors. He, he, you, how aware are you of the cash that minor, I'm sorry, major leaguers get minimum when they come up here, they make something like four hundred thousand or half a million. I think it's like six hundred. Six hundred. I think the league minimum is up there. Yeah, it's it's league. So minimums. as soon as you make that jump, imagine this dude, Austin Nola, thirty years old. Yeah, started when he was twenty two, I think, in, in in the fucking affiliates. And as as like, a, as an infielder, yeah. by the way, and he was about to get released. Is how the story goes, and. One of the coaches suggested to him, have you ever caught before? Would you like to catch? And this was recent. This was like, I don't know, four years ago, three years ago, and he started to catch. And that's what gave him the break to come to the big leagues. I mean, he's thirty. He's a 30-year-old second-year player. So Nola versus, I don't know, dude, that dude. Uh, Will Smith, yeah, Will Austin Smith Barnes. Right. So they got two. They yeah. got Will Smith and they got Austin Barnes. Well, Padres got two now, too. They got yeah, Jason, Jason Castro, Castro and Stanford we- kid. And we have Vinci Nola, and we have Frankie Mejia waiting in the wings. Did they IL him? Did they put him on the injury list? Yeah, he's on the injured list. I think they're going to sneak him on the 60-day. I don't think he's coming back this year. Damn. That's all right. We don't want him anyway, man. I'm not a fan of Mejia. Why, bro? You've always been a hater of Mejia. He can't catch, bro. But can he hit? Uh, Not yet. Not yet. He hasn't had (laughs) enough consistency to to like actually... The Get jury, up in there. The jury's still out on if he can hit or not. So for the catchers, honestly, I would say it's 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 a wash, slight either a wash or a slight edge to the Dodgers. So you would rather have Austin Barnes and Austin Nola? No. Mm-hmm. You would rather have Will Smith and Austin Nola? I'd rather have Will Smith right now, currently. I do. I'd I'd have I'd take both over Castro. Both over Castro, but yeah. Castro's not a starter. True. So who are you taking? Austin Barnes, Will Smith, or Austin Nola. I'm taking Barnes. Cool. I'm taking Nola. All right. Sorry. Yeah, really? you're taking Barnes. Yeah. I don't even know what that fool is hitting right now. This, <laughs> let me see. Let's see. Austin Barnes. Ah, yeah, yeah. He don't have any. Uh, 10, uh, born 1989. He's currently hitting 283 with one home run. Nah, bro. 
Two eight two eighty is the new three hundred. Okay, well, Austin Nola's hitting three ten, and he's got six bombs. Okay, okay, all right. Come on, come on, guy. All I don't, right. I don't want to be the, right. that guy. All right. But I'm taking, I'm taking the Padres on that. All right. Ah uh, man, you <laughs> go ahead. Shit on me. You like Framil Reyes, so your opinion about baseball might not be too. Framil uh, Reyes, I'm happy they fucking changed La Mole, bro. Oh, dude, I hated him. He, oh, but wait, he's hitting, I, I he's hitting him. the 280s, and he has seven bombs. So yeah. 280s is a new 300s. But he that's, walks. That's like, what some fucking washed up scout told me. <laughs> washed up, I'm washed up now, people. <laughs> Shit. I don't like Framil Reyes because he's in his early 20s and he walks like he's 65 years old. So his projection. He's going to have to take care of himself every single season. He's going to have to watch his weight. You look at how Josh Naylor looked this year with the Padres. He dropped a lot of weight. He's another guy who's got the body type that you have to work every day to maintain that. And Fran Mule, if he doesn't take care of himself, he's either always going to be hurt because he's carrying too much weight or he's not going to hit. But we'll see what happens, man. Who do you got at first? We got Eric Hosmer. Or I think, who do they usually play? Mac, Max Muncy. Sometimes they'll play Enrique Hernandez. Um, do they- uh, Hosmer. Yeah. Hosmer, they still take Hosmer. Yeah, so first, but, damn, Hosmer. all of a sudden that motherfucker, huh? Yeah. All of a sudden he's kind of yeah. like earning his paycheck. I have a personal theory on long-term contracts. Okay. And it's worked in fantasy. If you play fantasy baseball, this is a <laughs> secret for all you nerds that play fantasy sports in general. Te algo. Yeah. I've won. The last three years I've played fantasy baseball. Yeah, I know. Against people I don't even know sometimes. I, I was just in go, the league. I was were, in your league last year. But yeah. I play against people yeah. like I don't just, I want to like see what's out, what's yeah. out there. I go into money leagues, we play, yeah. ba, ba, ba. Yeah. I end up winning. I'm like, all right, cool. I like to put my shit up on to test, to see if I'm, I'm all talk or if I know what I'm doing. You might need to go to like, you might need help with your gambling problem, bro. Well, this is the other reason I love baseball <laughs> so much, bro. It's like you can gamble with this shit, you know? Like I have useless information in my head on the way who hits this pitch better, who hits that pitch better, what's going on in this ballpark, da 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 da. Like I use that shit. I've been I started a I started a wagering, you know, and it, and it's been beneficial, although this week I lost, you know, it's so like I gotta I, lost, yeah. I gotta put a fifty dollars before the end of the day. But it's like it's fun. It you keeps know, me so interested. You should check out the prop bets as far as like what individual players do. Like when you go online to do your gambling, like I, I, I hit on with this one bet. I bet on Fernando Tatis one day that he was going to have six total bases with two hits and the Padre win. And the odds were like 25 to one. How much you put down? Not two bucks, but still hey, 50 bucks. 50 I bucks. Two, up I turned $2.50. <laughs> that and I know we're talking baseball, but playoff hockey. Holy shit. I don't know nothing about hockey, oh, bro. Dude. Nada cero. Bro, you got to watch. Nah, hockey bro. is fucking fun. If the- I know too much useless shit about baseball that it, <laughs> I, I just can't jump into hockey. I get it. And I I've been it. with baseball since I day one. You can only watch one novella at a yes. time, right? <laughs> I, can't, I can't keep changing it up. Hosmer, first base. Got him. Yeah. Ours. Contract. Little crazy contract. I think oh, they- that's, that's where I was going with that, with the fantasy thing. And then we fucking fell into gambling. Um... If if someone signs a long term contract, like let's say more than six year contract, I always stay away from players in the first year of that contract. Hosmer, look at Machado last year. Man, he, he that wasn't a typical Machado year. Machado's raking this year. Yeah, you MVP. Check out Garrett Cole with the Yankees this year. Having a bad season. Man, first year. Of yeah, having contract. a bad season. This is a weird season to judge all those things on, though. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is, anytime there's a long term contract. Shit, dude. If I gave you a 10-year contract, Steve, at $30 million a year, you're going to take the first year. Kind of 
go, hey, dude, this is cool. Well, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm I think players are. I think bit. players are different, though. You know. I don't know, man. Look at Mookie Betts. Well, he's, in my opinion, the best player in baseball. Yeah. Yes, better than Mike Trout. I'll argue that. Better uh, than Tatis. You'd rather right, right now, yeah. right now, yeah. You would build a franchise around Mookie Betts over Fernando Tatis. Right now, yeah. no, I would take Tatis because okay. of the age. Okay, but uh, Tatis is going to end up being better. But right now, right now, um, I think Mookie Betts is the best player in baseball. Wow. Look at that. Padres have the pitchers. We'll call it a wash in catchers. Yep. Padres have first base, second base. Who's second base? Jake Cronenworth versus Gavin Lux. Have they been playing him lately? They just called him up. And then there's a Pinchy Kike Hernandez. Yeah, no, nah, that's Clo- that's Cronenworth. Cronenworth all the way, rookie yeah. of the year. Uh, a throw in, bro. I know. A fucking throw in. I know. The fam Renfro trade. Yep. Who? There's no such thing as throw ins with AJ Preller. AJ Preller is the Pinchy Willy Wonka, bro. Let's give him his flowers now. Eso es la rifa, güey. Yes. Like honestly, Simon. he's another. He is what I would aspire to be. Like I do this on a very superficial topical level like i know baseball like to shoot the shit with people like you homies yeah that know a little bit about it like we can get lost in the weeds about talking about baseball but ultimately like what people like you and i want to turn into and like el cuñado sean is like an aj preller type somebody so can who can you. just go to a game watch a game see the, the the certain intricacies of a player and be like you know what that shortstop right there the 16 year old that you know he's only 155 pounds but he's 511 he's only 16 He's going to grow. He's going to yeah. be 6'4". Yeah. He's got the frame to carry 225. Look at those wrists. He swings. Look at that footwork. He knows how to be. Like, he sees all that shit, and he probably just says, you know what? Give me give me Jake Cronenworth. You, you want him? Like, yeah, give me Jake Cronenworth. You get Hunt Refro. We'll take that fam contract off your hand. Throw in Cronenworth, and you got a fucking deal. We'll I'm, throw in Manny Marcos. Whatever. I'm going to give you the number one starter, James Shields, for that kid that I saw oh. in the backfields of the Dominican Isn't Republic. Isn't that crazy? Who's never played a professional game. Before you say the name, <laughs> that that <laughs> trade, that James Shields. James Shields. For. Thank you, White Sox from San Diego. I, I anybody that in trade, Chicago bro, listening, will, thank you. We'll go thank down you. as the fucking. If, if everything plans out, everything turns out the way it does. James Shields for Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. A 17-year-old Fernando Tatis That's, Jr. is going to go down as one of the fucking most horrific trades in the history for, of baseball, bro. Forget Gary Templeton for Ozzie Smith. That's nothing compared to... Bro, I still ride with Gary Templeton, homie. <laughs> Shit. I still ride with Gary Templeton. But yeah, James Shields yep. to the White Sox Incredible. for Tatis Jr. His dad was butthurt. He's like, how can this organization give up on my son when they haven't even seen him play? Yep. You know, they've yep. kept them in they've kept them in the lower level affiliates. They haven't even seen him develop and they're giving them up. And he was butthurt, but he's like, he's going to a team that's gonna appreciate him and look at him now. Yeah. 21 100%. raking, ripping. That's all, that's all AJ. AJ Preller, like you said, man, it's it's what people in the industry People shit on him. Well, yeah. I mean, you're not always gonna be squeaky clean when you're when you're doing your thing. He knows you know? he knows how to how to manipulate and bend. Yeah, and you know bend the rules that before the rules break in. He's been in trouble before. He's, I'm happy he's our GM. I am. I wouldn't have it any other way. The, I would not have it any other way. Who was the uh, GM that we were interviewing up against him in those Angels? Eppert. What is his name? No, nah, he came. The guy that came from the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, and he went to the Angels. Fuck, I think they just. 
I don't I don't want to say they let him go, but I think he's on a short lease right now. Yeah. Um, again, my knowledge of Padres is amazing, but everyone else, I, it, just, it gets a little fuzzy and cloudy in my older age. Well, what's what's dope about AJ also is it's it's not all him. He, mm. Dude, he knows how to hire. He knows how to what, delegate. He so, surrounds himself so, and he listens to his. Yes. people. he listens to his scouts, which is. Uh, Knowing people that are still in the industry, one thing that's so frustrating as a scout was when I wanted to sign a kid and I recommended him and the powers that be that actually signed the checks weren't in the same boat as I was, in my opinion. Hmm. There's nothing more frustrating than a lack of communication between the scouts and the, and the front office. AJ Prelder doesn't have that. And that you can see the results from him listening to his people. And he's got good scouts, man. When you have good scouts, you can listen to them, and that's special. And that's why it's not going to be one championship. So if the Padres win the championship this year, everybody in San Diego, everybody that's listening to this, be prepared for the haters to come out and say that it's not it's a, a legitimate short season. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. La, 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 you know what? Let those people say what they're going to say, but write that shit down so you can rub it in their face when the Padres win three championships in the next decade. It's not just about this year. Clevenger is controllable. He's not going anywhere. Tatis isn't going anywhere. This team is going to be here for a while. So it's it's not just going to be this year. So. We got second base. We got second base. Padres. Shortstop. Let's just skip. We can skip shortstop because, I, mean, I mean, you can go around the league and I wouldn't take anyone over Fernando no, Tatis Jr. No. You know what? At all? Six months ago, I might have said Francisco Lindor. Maybe. Yeah. But now, nah. No. It's untouchable. all Tatis. Untouchable. 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 Third base? Fuck. Machado. Yeah, bro. Machado. The, the the Dodgers can hate on him all he wants. Dodger fans, rather. But fucking Justin Turner, bro? Give me a fucking break, dude. Manny Machado, back-to-back -back player ass. of the week. I National League player of the week. Dude. I fucking hate him. <laughs> you can hate him all he wants, whatever. You know, they, they, they developed him. The Dodgers... Here's the no, thing. They didn't. Justin Turner came from the Mets. They developed him into who he is today. You're right. You okay. Max Muncy, the Dodgers developed him into who he is today. 100%. You know, if right. anything, yeah. I look up to the Dodgers is their player development. They yeah. know they know how to take maybe a mediocre player or maybe somebody who has a little bit of shine on them and take them to the next level. Yeah. Padres to be determined. We're we're in the like we're in that moment right now where everything is changing fast for our organization. Yeah. It's like, okay, well Tatis came out. Oh shit. Well, fuck, but we don't really have any other homegrown players. Morejon, like all of a sudden Morejon, he's killing it. Yeah. You know? From Luis Patino, yeah. Yeah. all of us like all these guys got shell shocked the first day they came out. And I'm only talking about pitchers because that's legitimately all we have that we've developed is they got shell shocked. They got rocked like the first few outings that came out, but they stuck with them. Morejon came back. He's a legit number five starter next season, bro. He's a, we, you know? Padres have seven legit yes. starters, man. You know, and then we got Luis Patino. He's like, fuck, he's turning into Luis Patino. Yeah. Like, that's who we always thought he was going to be. Yeah. Don't forget we got Mackie Gore down there. Pinchy McKenzie Gore just waiting in the, sh in the fucking, in the shadows. I think they're going to do with him what the Tampa Bay Rays did with David Price. They're going to slowly bring him up through the in, in, in the bullpen, and he's going to come out, and he's just going to fucking dominate in the postseason. Yeah. Nobody's even heard of him, like, or rather, everyone's heard of him, but nobody's seen him. Like, I don't, I don't think he's coming up this year. You don't think so? Business-wise. Let's drop a bet. They're, yeah, all right. Uh, but I think business-wise, this is why I don't think he's going to come up this year. They don't want to start his clock. I, I, feel, I would contract. agree with you if he was a positional player. 
I would agree with you if he's a positional player. But I think pitchers, it's a different ball game. There's no like time manipulation or shit like that. I feel like if you have a pitcher and he's fucking six four and he's left handed and you he brings it, that that does make sense because they they didn't hold down Tatis. Yeah, you're right. It's time. Like, oh, yeah. those are problems we can discuss at a different time because <laughs> we've got a lot of players that are going to be coming up and we ain't going to be able to keep them all. These are some good problems. For, fortunately, we're about four or five years away from that actually being yeah. an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Shortstop, Padres. Third base, Padres. Outfield, oh, it gets a little tricky because Cody Bellinger and Mookie Betts, boom. I'll take those two over anyone in our outfield yeah. right now. Yeah, that's you can't argue that. I cannot argue, you know? Uh, the only outfielder that I would take over Jock Peterson. Actually, I would take any one of our outfielders over Jock Peterson. Any one of our outfielders over who's that other guy that they got? I'd take Bruno over Jock Peterson, bro. Who? Bruno. Bruno, Bruno, our Bruno, <laughs> three punch Bruno, three punch Bruno. <laughs> Bruno. I would put him on my team before uh, Peterson and his frosted ass tips. Who has frosted tips in their hair nowadays? He's, bro, he's, he's he's gray. He's a silver fox. <laughs> um, yeah, the Dodgers got us in the outfield. We've got the Dodgers on the infield. We've got the Dodgers on pitching. It's a wash in the catchers. Yeah. So I, it, there, we're still the little brother. But we're that little brother that's getting, we're filling into our frame now. And we're, you yeah, know, we, exactly. we're filling into our frame. Yep. I'm not saying that the fucking Padres are better than the Dodgers. I'm just saying today, as the roster shapes out, you know, as it's taking shape, getting ready, there's less than 20 games before we get to the postseason. Isn't that crazy? Less than 20 games. That's when it's going to get fun because the playoffs are going to be deep this year, man. Yes, sir. The playoffs are going to be deep. Yep. There's eight fucking teams, bro. Yeah. You know, eight teams from the fucking league. The fucking, what is it? The three, and then there's, the the first first place and second place teams of each division, and then a seven and eight, which oh, man. yeah yeah uh, so two two and two west central east first and second, yep. and then you get the number seven and eight seeds going in too. And you know Oof. what's how do I say this? It's it's ironic because San Diego might host the World Series this year yeah. uh, according to the rumors that are out there. But so if, we're in. But if the Padres go, they already said that they don't want home field, the team to have home field advantage, even though there's going to be no fans there. But might have to play. Think about that. Oh, that would be a slap in the face. If we have to, if the Padres make the World Series and they have to play in Dodger Stadium, imagine that. I'd kind of like that if we won. Yeah. Where'd you win? Chavez Ravine, bro. Yeah. Chavez Ravine, yeah. bro. <laughs> so, so, dude, I, I just wanted to talk to you this, this episode just for that. Because I, you are knowledgeable. Yeah, you have credentials. You you, yeah. you you have a platform on which to speak about this shit. Yeah, we know we gamble on this shit. Yes, we 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 enjoy this, but it's like, fool! I feel like we're that little brother that's filling in our frame. And you know what? You can't mess with me anymore. You can't keep pushing me down. You know, you you, you can't keep doing things and and thinking that you you can get away with it. Because because be in this season alone. I feel the momentum is, is is already slowly shifting. Yes. I was watching, um, I don't know what, MLB Network. They were talking some shit. And Pedro Martinez, bro. El Guapo, bro. Number 45 was yeah. up there. He was. They were talking to him. And he's like in his broken English, which is fucking amazing. Do you think the Dodgers want to play the San Diego Padres right now? <laughs> Do you think the New York Yankees want to play the San Diego Padres right now? And no. he's like, no way. No. <laughs> this team is loaded. And then I'm like. It's fucking true, bro. We're the team that are going to be like, oh, man, you don't want to fucking face these guys. They're putting up six runs a game minimum hey, on Steve, everybody. It, the Padres aren't just good this year. They are. And, and I said this two years ago when I first saw Tatis play. I told my friends, I said, this is going to be crazy special because 
these guys are going to, for lack of better terms, revolutionize the game. They're going to bring a style of baseball. Latin flair. Latin flair. If you watch a Dominican Winter League game, or if you go down to Mazatlan and watch the Venados, everybody's having fun. Well, here it is, bro. On the field and off the field, the players. Yeah, and, just go to Toto's fucking game, bro. Exactly. <laughs> go you go down to TJ and watch it. So the, the, the level of joy that you are allowed to express on the field in the Latin American countries is coming to the United States, and it's going to be wearing brown. It's going to be the Padres that revolutionize the game. The marketing people, the national advertisers, they're going to fall in love with this shit, and the, and. New York's going to be talking. Look at about the way it. this team has been constructed now. All right. This team is constructed with a bunch of those kinds of players that we grew up watching. You know, Latin players that are, yeah, celebrando todo, bro. Bro, every time they hit a home run in the dugout, they just wild it now, bro. They're just having a fucking party. But look at the team that they also have, like the, the no nonsense. We've been to the postseason. We know how to get this done. Eric Hosmer, for all the shit that people talk about him, yep. he's a fucking leader. And Mitch Moreland. You know, now that we got Mitch Moreland, yep. he's a proven winner. Yep. You know, Garrett Richards. He's another no nonsense kind of guy, proven winner. He's a he's a workhorse, and getting back up to that level again because he's been hurt. And, and, but it's like he's a he's he's one of those guys. Trevor Rosenthal, he's shaky. isn't that weird? They're all white guys. <laughs> <laughs> all all of like the the team leaders or like the or the guys that they want to like kind of like hey guys, we got to take a little bit of seriousness in this. Good, we, you need that fucking balance. Yeah, you don't I, need you pretenders. Do. You do. You know who was a pretender, bro? And it hurts me. Andy Green, Austin Austin Hedges. Austin had he just tried to eat that. Dude. What I mean, he, he was a pretender. He was yeah, just he was. faking the funk. Yeah. You know what? Will Myers sticking to his guns. He's not one of those guys who likes to wild out and and jump up and down and celebrate. But you can slowly see him being really comfortable this year. Out of every year in this contract that he's had, even including his 2016 All Star appearance and the Home Run Derby appearance, this year motherfucker seems loose. Oh, he seems relaxed. Yeah. You know, he's 100%. in the outfield. His defense has gone up, bro. Yep. His defensive yeah. play has increased. Not enough people are talking about his Good. defense. And That's what he needs. Field. Yeah. That's what he needs. Yep. Don't talk about him. Yep. He's hitting damn near 300. Yep. He's got over 900 OPS. He's got nine bombs. Bro, let my dude be in the corner high as fuck, not worrying about anything. <laughs> let my dude just do his thing. There's there's two Will Myers. Hmm? There's Sativa Myers and there's Indica Myers. And this year we're seeing Sativa yeah, Myers. Yeah, I don't want that Indica Myers. Well, the Indica guy that Myers looks confused sucks, on the on the, yeah. the top step of the dugout with his hat all crooked and just kind of like, ¿Qué anda pasando aquí? Yeah. You're like, this is, the, this is the Will Myers that we wanted. And that's why I'm saying like AJ Preller was playing chess when everybody was playing checkers. Yeah. 100%. Signing Will Myers. Or I don't even remember if he extended him, but let's. I'm gonna assume that he extended Will Myers. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was him. Yeah, yeah, okay, so him. he extended Will Myers. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, you can't fucking build a franchise around him." Like, we ain't done, Playboy. We ain't done. Get Eric Hosmer. All right, he's good. You know, he's good. But you can't build a franchise around Eric Hosmer. You know. And then you sign Manny Machado. Yep. And you sign Manny, and then everybody's like, "Oh shit, these fucking Buster oh, Olney's like too soon." You guys uh, are fucking fuck, up. Fuck Buster only, who, by the way, did not have Fernando Tatis in his top 10 shorts. No, 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 no. He didn't have Manny Machado. Oh, he didn't and, have Machado. Yeah, he yeah. didn't have Machado in his top 10. So, Motherfucking Machado is the best offensive third baseman right now. And I'm talking over Matt Chapman. Or what is that his name? Yeah. The, yeah, uh, the, the ace for the ace. ace yeah. And I'm talking over Nolan Arenado. We've seen Arenado play all season, bro. All right, he's hot or cold, and this year he's been fucking cold. Fortunately, yeah. we haven't caught him in the heat streak, no, but right. I think they're done, son. I feel like at this point, God, the Rockies are slowly fading, fading, yeah. fading. Yeah. We've got the best third baseman in the fucking league. We have the best shortstop 
in the league. We have two teammates who are potentially going to be battling for the MVP award at the end of the season, bro. That's, we got That's the rookie crazy. Of the year. We have the hands down <laughs> rookie of the year, bro. You know, manager of the year, probably. Probably, if the Padres can make yeah, some noise. What, yeah, they're going to give it to sure. Dave Roberts? He'll figure out a way to fucking ruin it, you know? Sell out. Dude. Nah, nah, he, 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 nah, he can't. He's not oh, he a salad. In. He nah, in. He's not a salad if he never got invited to interview. That's true. It's you know, not his pelo. That's true. It's not You're his right. pelo. Come on, guy, what's wrong with you? He was one of us. All right, so manager. We'll do manager. Yeah. We talked to, like, about the players on the field. Ah, to be determined with my dude. I know David. I know Dave Roberts' track record. You know how he flubs it in the playoffs. Yeah. He has a bad way of managing his bullpen and overall you know he, he just doesn't seem like he can get you over the hump jace tingler rookie manager came from emphasis, the dominican emphasis, emphasis on rookie very I, much even on the mic like yeah. people jumped on his shit and yeah. still hate him yeah for a couple of mistakes he made on, on on the mic in interviews but i don't blame him i blame the media for asking stupid questions mm -hmm. that they shouldn't have been asking and did tingler flub yeah he did but shit he's a rookie, rookie bro so you know what? Oh, the only thing that matters, you know what I I would rate my manager's um performance on team chemistry. Ultimately, that's what he has full control over. You know, he he yeah. has control over who's working, who's not working. Obviously, AJ Preller, if something's not working, hey, you got to go. Yeah. You know, but but Tingler's there in the dugout, in the clubhouse, day by day, night by night. He knows what works, what doesn't. You know, simply by not having a track record i would go with tingler well if that's your if that's your measuring stick is is chemistry you might have to go with roberts but yeah yeah because i mean you when you can manage those egos that he has on that team i mean everybody's making over 15 million dollars not yet bro on the dodgers not yet cody bellinger's on is going to be arbitration eligible oh, fucking max muncie yeah. uh Urias. he's another pitcher we didn't talk about who's legit Urias is our morejon young lefty power Finesse, like they, uh, I ain't gonna talk shit though. But yeah, I, I like what he has because he's Mexican. I, me too. You know, I like what he has because he's Mexican. I like what he has, but I don't, I, I don't him, like him because he's on the Dodgers. I saw him when he was fifteen, so it's like, yo, he, and he's Mexican. Mad respect for that. Mad respect. You know, he but got, he got paid. Mm, and, yeah, and, yeah, and and he's living up to the to the signing bonus that he got. The Dodgers are in a position where they're gonna have to choose um, Corey Seager. He's also gonna be arbitration eligible, bro. Walker Buehler, he's gonna be making yeah, some money pretty yeah, soon. So yeah. it's like, oh shit, you know, like these guys will be making money. Jock Peterson was traded, bro. Jock Peterson was gone. <laughs> he was in a let's Dodger. Not, let's not forget. Yeah, that. yeah, he was no longer a Dodger. He was on the Angels. Yep. Some shit happened. Whoop de woo. The Angels backed out. La la la. He's back on the Dodgers. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sure he's happy. He's back on the Dodgers. Fucking yeah. Angels are wretched, bro. Oh, they're terrible. I, oh my god. The worst thing that as a Padre fan that I could ever look forward to is mishandling Trout's postseason like experience with Tatis. Like, how do you have the best player in all of baseball for the last five years? And, and the next five. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. They're the not going to win for uh, a while. Yeah. They're, they're not going to win for a while. And he's wrapped up, bro. He's wrapped up for the next decade. He chose it. Yeah. He, 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 he took the extension. He wanted to stay there. He is comfortable there. I'm sad for him if they can't build a lineup around him. And they have a good lineup. It's whatever. It's Dan Marino. You know, nah. it's, it's, he's not, he's not going to win a championship. That's all right. We don't I'm say Dan Marino. We say Philip Rivers now. Uh, oh, no, I don't okay. even say, I don't even know who you're talking about. Damn. Like, I deleted that whole. You're dumb. No, dude. I deleted, I deleted my team affiliate, but I still have players that I follow. I'm still a Philip Rivers fan, bro. Felipe Rios to the I day I die. That's you. Dude. <laughs> that guy, man. He's a crybaby. 
I don't like, I don't think he's a leader. And Good. I think that's why he's never won. It's not he's with yelling. us, bro. You don't yell at people on the field. He, you do that shit in the clubhouse, dude. He's, he's not our guy. Don't worry about it. This is a Padres show, bro. Damn today, right, today, this is a Padres yeah. podcast for the day. <laughs> and we're going to link up again right before postseason starts. Right, right, right when the season ends. We're going to go ahead and see where we are, what's going on. But today, we compared the Padres against the Dodgers. And you know what? We're close. We're not in the rearview mirror anymore. You know, we're flipping each other off side by side. At the red light and yeah. we're revving our engines. Yeah, we're right next to be like, the yeah. we're right here. You're not going to leave us in the church. Not anymore. <laughs> um, ¿Qué pasó? Let's see. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Predictions. I feel, I feel the Dodgers are, I feel we're on a collision course with the Dodgers if we get to the postseason. I don't know, dude. Uh, Dodgers might not make it out of the first series if they play the Reds. Reds are stacked. Red, Reds They're pitching. The, the, Imagine going up against Trev Bauer, Pinchy Luis, uh, Luis Castillo, and Sonny Gray. And Sonny Gray. Those yeah. are top three right there. That's and a legit have, rotation. And Raziel Iglesias They're is not hitting though. at the back end. They ain't hitting. They got hitters, though. But they, 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 they haven't started to hit yeah. yet. They haven't started to I'm hit surprised yet. our hitters are still hitting. I know. You know, it's like some people say, oh, this is a two-week thing. It's like, nah, bro. Like it's, These guys have been hitting. Yeah, the whole month. Okay, look at our lineup. It's not complete yet. We have Jerickson Profar in left field. So as soon as fucking Fam, when Tommy Fam comes back, our outfield is going to be Tommy Fam, Trent Grisham, Will Myers. Okay? That's legit. Yep. We're going to have Austin Nola, Eric Hosmer, Jake Cronenworth, Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, Mitch Morrill, and DHing. Fuck, dog. There's e Bro, there's that e same lineup right there, that plays next year. 100%. That's the same lineup, roster rather, for the starting eight in the positions that will play next year. And then you talk about the pitching staff. You the talk about the pitching, you know, this season. Let's go up and down that one real quick. Our pitching staff this season from, quote unquote, ace to five. Well, we lose we, Richards. Well, we're still going with this season still. So okay. we're going to go Lamette, yep. Paddock, Richards, Davies, bullpen. Because we don't have a legitimate five right now. You misspelled Clevenger. Well, that's what I'm saying right now, you know, <laughs> up until this point, that's who we have yeah, yeah. now. Like, I feel like there's no quote unquote ace anymore. Now it's, we have our ace. Now it's Clevenger, yep. Lamette, Paddock, Richards, and Davies. We have a solid five. That's the, that's the one thing. One of the things that I really, really like about this trade with Clevenger is now that he is, like you said, the ace, that means Chris Paddock doesn't have to be the ace. He can just be the, 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 the fire. Let, let <laughs> Mr. him Passion. be the sheriff. Let him do his sheriff thing, but he doesn't have to be the ace. I think that's going to be better. Next year is where it gets fun. Oh, okay? Because some of these yeah. kids are getting seasoning. Some of the kids that we have for next year in pitching are getting their seasoning now. Who, mean, who's gone? Richards is gone. Richards is done. His contract is up. Yeah. He'll be a free agent. They're not going to re-sign him. Kirby Yates? Bye-bye. I'm wish, not. You I'm, know... That's I'm not signing thing, him. AJ, and I bet you he tried. I think he tried to trade Kirby Yates. Oh yeah, for but, sure. But nobody wanted him. I, I'm I, not taking. I'm not. I'm not holding him. on to him. No, no. He's a free agent. He's Craig Stammen. Hasta la vista, champ. Have yeah. a good one. You no, know. I think he's got three years, dude. Does he really? Nah, so, bro. I think, I, I think we'll have to look that up. We'll yeah. have to look that up. But who is our pitching staff now that some of these pitchers are getting seasoning? Our top rotation is going to be Clevenger, Lamette, Paddock, Davies. Gore and then, and then one of the, one, one of the three, yeah. Patino? Yeah, that's that's what's wild. You got Patino, you got Morejon, and you got the kid that nobody's seen in the big leagues yet. Paddock's gonna learn from Clevenger. 
That, Gore is going to learn from thank Pati. You, thank you for bringing that up because Clevenger is now the old man on the staff when Richards leaves. Look, Clevenger is to Paddock what Machado is to Tatis. Yeah. But he's far. not, but Clevenger's, his wingspan better be big because he's taking in Morejon. He's taking in Lamette. He's yeah. taking in Gore. He's taking in Patini. He's taking them four dudes. Be like, all right, boys, this is how we do it. And yep. this is how we're going to yeah. do it. Motherfucker, next year they're all going to have long hair. Watch. They're all going to have sleeve tattoos. <laughs> nah. Sunshine. Bro, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an exciting rest of this season. If we take it all or not, it's still an exciting time. It's going to be an epic off season because we don't know what's going to happen now. Like now it doesn't mean there's no legitimate holes in our roster. Now we trade, we sign from a place of like luxury. You know, it would be a good complimentary piece because maybe Mitch Moreland doesn't stick around. I think we have him for one more year. I'm not sure. I believe so. So yeah. that'll be his 35th it's no, it's year. A, it's an option. It's, it's a, an option. I, I don't know if it's a club option or we'll a find out. option. Yeah. If anything, that would be it. You know, you call me a friend mail lover. I would love to bring fucking La Mole and just sit and feast on left-handed pitching. You know, he would be my designated hitter versus left-handers, <laughs> you know? And I would strictly keep Moreland against... But I'm saying, that's the position we're in. We're not looking to fucking fill a hole at second base. The only we're not way- looking, you know, for a center fielder, a left fielder, a third baseman, you know? No, no, but you... You got other kids coming up. You might have to make room for Yeah, CJ Abrams, bro. Exactly. So you might, I hate to say it, but our dude Myers might get moved in the offseason because of the money that's still involved in his contract and the fact that- That's business. It's business. Yeah, it's part of the, the game, business man. of baseball. It's CJ Abrams. But CJ Abrams ain't ready yet. No, he's two years away. He's 20, 19, 20? 19. I I mean, he's still got some time. Who else do we have position players in the minors? Because we, we got rid of fucking, oh, he's a Campusano, dog. Our fucking top 10 fucking catcher. Yep. Which so. works out perfectly with Austin Nola being 30 because by the time Nola's ready to walk. Maybe Nola can move over to the infield and be what Greg Garcia is now. Or a utility guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Super and utility then, guy. You bring That's what I'm Campusano. saying, though. Next year, we are in a position of luxury. We decide, all right, cool. Oh, you know what? Fam didn't work out. We haven't seen the best of Tommy Fam yet, bro. Oh. Tommy Fam came and got hurt. Tommy Fam is that other leader in the bull, in the clubhouse. You know? So you gotta look ahead after this trade with Clevenger. One of the big things that that left um was was Tramel, right? He, he was supposed to be I was excited for him. Uh, but know, he, there was a reason. He wasn't a center fielder. And he there was, was a reason he didn't get brought up. And he he was he's gonna end up being a corner guy. He doesn't have the arm to play right field, so he's probably gonna play left field. Now that he's gone, we don't have a future quote unquote left fielder. You extend Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham's 30 years old, 31 years old. Give him a four year contract, have him stay in San Diego. Now we have our left fielder. Yeah. We don't have to wait for a kid to come up and play. And now that we have DH, pretty, dude, it, there's a 95% chance that DH is here forever. Yeah. That shit ain't leaving. It, it's, no, it's you not. You know, you can't yeah. let people drink outside in the patio and then all of a sudden say, no more drinking in the patio. You know? <laughs> well, you, yeah, technically, yeah. That, you can do that. Like, you can no longer. You, you, you can't drink inside, but you got to go outside. Now, now you're allowed to drink back inside. You can't give fans, you can't give a whole fucking league a taste of what the DH is about. And then say, all right, well, that was fun. No more DH. The N- Major League Baseball is now a universal DH, bro. You know, for better or for worse. I'm not an old school player. I'm not one of those like, oh, you don't fucking bun in a no-hitter. Oh, you don't swing 3-0 when you're leading. Oh, you don't steal third base when you're up. No, fuck, bro. Fuck, fuck, fuck all that. Fuck, That's all, Davis, fuck, fuck all that old school mentality, bro. <laughs> you know, for me, it's DH is as much. I would rather have a DH. I would rather have a 45-year-old Manny Ramirez who just signed in the Australian league, I, I saw, I DHing, then having Chris Paddock hit, 
than yeah, having it. Nobody know? wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that, nobody bro. Nobody wants to and see And when we had Austin Hedges, we had two pitchers, bro. I know. I know. We had I two know. pitchers hitting. I know. Back to back. Before we had our answer at second base, we had three. I know. All right. We had three motherfuckers hitting. That's true. Our seven, eight, and nine was pitiful. It was like, yeah. oh, you got three pitchers. Like, bing, 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 you bing. lose an inning. Think yeah. about that. You, yeah. you, you lose, lose three innings. Yeah. You, <laughs> you lose three innings in a game. Uh, yeah. Terrible. So I'm, with, anymore, the, though, I'm with that DH. <laughs> Fam is older. Extend him to whatever you think is best. But he's he has an option to DH now. Correct. You know? And you put in one of these youngsters. Yep. We're not done. We're not done drafting, bro. And about international signing. Something about you know? so, something like thirty million dollars is going to come off the books for next year too. Yeah, dude. Which uh, we're going to need because you're going to need to sign. Hedges. You're gonna he was going to be arbitration top. eligible. Yeah. He gone. gone. He you gone. know. Well, well fam's going to get. He's arbitration good. eligible too. He's going to get paid if he can show us that. Winning cures everything. As soon if the Padres make a nice run in the postseason. So right now, there's like a 90-something percent chance that they'll make the postseason. I, yeah. It's, it's pretty much a shoe in the way they're playing. All right? There's 20 games. Not even the 2010 Padres can fuck this 12-game up. Steve, <laughs> in, in, in June, the Padres were 40-1 to 1 to yeah. win the World Series. What are they now? 16-1. to 1. Yeah. There you go. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> We'll see. That's the beauty of Speaking baseball. Speaking about we'll see, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, now. here we go. And, and I apologize if this is a, if I'm crossing crossing the line here. You, when I was younger, bandwagon shit bugged me. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm older now. I understand business. I, I welcome everybody to jump on the bandwagon. What are you going to do at three punks when the Padres are in the World Series? Are you going to do something special? Special? Like yeah, what? I don't know, man. Throw a party, dude. The Padres <laughs> are going to be in the World Series. Right, here's, a, here's, a, here's a bulletin, a breaking news. Um, it's fucking still a pandemic, bro. You know, it's, it's, it, we can't really do much of anything. You know, we used to be the the, the hub for shit. Everything any, soccer. A, everything yeah. soccer and everything baseball, yeah. even football. Like anytime there's anything people see you guys for, with. Dude, the Dodger fans come and pile it on in here when it was a World Series the last couple of times, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, we're not we're not going to do anything not different. Fortunately, they're slowly letting people back in. Um, we're setting TVs out so you can be on the outside and watching it, but... It's just a crazy time to even plan anything. You know, that's... See, I, I got too excited there. You're right, man. It, See? It's, yeah. We can't social distance party? No? Tampoco? Party at your house, bro. Come on. Come on Sale, <laughs> Tapia. Thanks for coming in. We'll yep. get we'll link up again soon before the, the postseason starts. And we'll see where this Padre story takes us. San Diego's going to win their first championship. That is a wrap. Thank you for listening to another episode of Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Emo Brown. Pay our website a visit, emobrown.com. That's where you can find access to all of our episodes, information on how to join the Patreon, Emo Brown, the social club, as well as pick up all of our merch, hats, shirt, patches, masks, todo el pelo. As always, our episodes are brought to you by the wonderful people at the Miso Healthy Company, award-winning, true, full-spectrum CBD, grown in California and sold worldwide. Lolita's Mexican Food. Patience is the essence of fine Mexican food. Located all throughout the San Diego County, specifically near Deer Home, Chula Vista, Balboa Avenue Dispensary for all your medicinal or recreational cannabis needs. Follow them. The Balboa Avenue Dispensary. Thank you very much. If you ever want to reach us, leave us a message, ask a question, share a thought, or just say hello, give us a call. 619-728-9300. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon.
Yo voy bien, este miro. Si me traes bronca, me loco de a ti.